Welcome to the Manly Banter. Everything you're about to hear is raw. Like prison sex. It's uncut. Like my penis. Unedited. Like every celebrity sex tape. Unfiltered. Like a black and mild. And if you're easily offended or don't know if you're easily offended, you're going to learn today. Back out now. And if you decide to stay, enjoy. Welcome back to Sleepy Time with Bash and Bader. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be <laughs> dropped in. <laughs> well, you know, you know what this is. It's a fucking manly banter. And today we're going to be talking about some stuff. Sleep talk. Well, not sleep talk. Well, it's not just sleep talk. We're going to be talking about um, dreams, dreams, interpretations again, beliefs, um, and beliefs of what happens with after life death. after death. Yeah, if there's yeah. life after death, yeah. reincarnation, even. Yeah. So um, we'll get down and dirty with it. Yes. Uh, nothing we say is going to be factual. Because I don't think anyone really knows. These are just our opinions and theories and uh, ideas. Alright, folks, don't take the shit personal or serious. You're on the fucking manly banter. You're gonna get some bullshit, okay? That's what we're here for. Yeah. Occasional bullshit. Yeah. Um. Why, why do I got the keyboard in my lap? I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna type some sweet nothings into their ears. Uh, so, okay, let's start here. Okay. Um, let's talk about some dreams we had lately. Um, right. Do you want to start? Uh, we had a specific dream that we both have had, which is really weird. Yeah, it's go strange. ahead, explain that. That's uh, um, so weird. the other day, and I wasn't, I haven't like watched anything too recently on like time travel, but I, I had a dream about it. Um, just probably when it was probably a few days ago that I was talking to you about it um so here's what happened i i was in bed sleeping and everything and uh in my dream it was like my normal life like i went to go talk to my brother and my cousin and um they were like hey man let's go fishing so we go down to this like tackle shop to go get some tackle and shit and uh there was like this just weird the it looked like a mirage almost just next to this building and i was like what the fuck so i walked through it yeah and like i was gonna be funny um and when i walked through it it was like early 2000 like um and i could see it again when i was out there and then i walked back through it and i was back in our current time and i was like oh my god that's weird like i guys and i'm trying to explain it to them and they're like okay if you really did that then you remember when we were looking at the uh there was like a a treasure in the area that was found Uh and they're like uh go go back through there and bring us back that treasure and i was like okay and what i want to know is why we both had the same same exact fucking dream which is really weird (laughs) i'm not sure man uh, go ahead but i went i walked through uh I walked through the little mirage thing and 
when I'm there, uh, this time, the owners come out of the shop and they're like, hey, what you doing, you know? And I was like, I explained to them, like, you know, hey, I'm not from this time on the land that you guys have behind your property. Um, I need to go, I need to access it because there's something that was found on this land and I, I, I'll share it with you guys. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, like, I'm from the future. And I had to explain it to them. So for some reason, my cell phone still worked with all my, all our current time, current reception and everything. So I showed them my phone and I was like, look, like this is where I'm from and everything. And I was like showing them all the stuff and like they were going to use, they were excited. They were going to use some of the ways to get their own riches. Yeah. And, um, after I convinced them, they're like, okay, you know, let's go and find this, find this treasure. Well, as I'm going to find the treasure and everything, there's other people like following me, like people who I think knew I didn't belong there. Yeah. And, um... So I go to get uh I go to get this treasure and I got the treasure and I'm like trying to leave and stuff and all this shit keeps on happening like people trying to like come and catch me people trying to do all kinds of crazy shit like hurt me and stuff and finally I make it back through the portal and they're like uh after I make it back through the portal I give them the like I show them the treasure and shit and we're all excited and everything and then um they're like okay Go back in there and do this and see if it changes everything here. And I'm like, okay. And I like go back in there and, um, I, I forgot exactly what I did. I think I like, uh, invested in something or something of that nature. And then when I came back, I showed him my bank account and I was like, look, you know, and I was all excited and like, I kept going back and doing random shit. But every time I went back, it got more volatile. Like, it was like there was more bad shit going on. Uh-huh. Um, and eventually, I think something happened that when I came back, it was like our time was all fucked up. And it was just my little, like, butterfly effect to the world. Um, and the way I kind of think about this is... Uh, so, my my dad and I were... We were talking, and he had me check out this, this series... Um, about uh it has like james franco in it and he's like going back in time to stop the assassination of jfk okay yeah uh but i didn't it wasn't on my mind it wasn't in the back burner anything of that nature and i didn't watch it like that recently leading up to that dream um but it could have had some type of some type of an effect on um on my thoughts in that because it sounds almost exactly the same but uh yeah it was just it was a weird one and then um i had this other dream that was similar to it and it had to do with portals but i wasn't going in time i was going to different spots in the world and i end up outside of this cave and there's like all these wooden structures um like holding this massive boulder up and in the cave I hear all these voices and they're like telling me to come down come down and I'm like no no I'm not (laughs) and then all these like raggedy no no I will not (laughs) yeah all these raggedy clothed people start like crawling out from under this this structure hills has eyes it wasn't even like it was like they were nice people like in all these like nice country folk come out and uh 
they're like, come on, come on. And they're like putting their arms around me and like trying to push me towards it. And I'm like putting my feet in front of me, trying to like stop from going to it. And then finally, I guess I was just like, fuck it. I'll go. Just get your hands off. And like they did. And I went in there and every fucking spot I went into in here, it was like a tunnel system. But each one that I went into, like uh, the first the first one that I walked into, it was like this like rock paved doorway. And I walk through it, and there's just out in the open, it looks like an open field. And there's just this fucking wooden, like, house sitting out there. Not like a log cabin, just like a wooden house. Huh. And I walked into it. And when I walked into it, I hear voices on the inside. And they're like, James, come here, come here. And um, I start following the voices and shit. And uh, I I go to this doorway, and I open it up, and it's like this dark-ass basement. And once again, I'm like, no. And I like go to close the door, but the door won't budge. And then all of a sudden, a hand grabs me and pulls me to the basement. When I go to the basement, it's like I get down there. It's pitch black. I'm reaching around, and I feel this wall, and I like push on the wall, and the wall just breaks down. And when it breaks down, I'm in like this oasis. And it was like every place I went was another like world almost it was fucking strange dude but i was into it like i was really into it um it got to a point eventually where i just kept following the voices and i was just like i stopped saying no i was just like yeah let's go see what's going on down here i think dreams is going to take over this entire episode (laughs) i'm just saying Um, so we, we can talk about like 10 common and weird dreams that people have oh yeah we can we can go back and forth on this like flying dreams with or without wings airplanes or our or like other aircrafts, uh, they often indicate an overall sense of accomplishment, freedom, or a sense of power. Uh, conversely, I did, conversely, what the fuck? I, I, no, that's oh, not. No. You're reading the text. I, I'm reading. I'm reading. Don't worry about that. Uh, problems encountered with flying. Trees, mountains, mechanical breakdowns, fear of flying too high. Indicate struggles to stay on course. Often this means something or someone is standing in your way from moving forward or that you're afraid of the next step and success. Have you ever had some flying dreams? Uh, I've had a couple. I've but had it's, several. So. Several. Um, none. Probably. I don't think I've had any that recent. I just remember one specific one that I had. And I was flying, and this is why I talked about it when we were talking about the superhero thing. My power just stopped. Yep, mine do and a I, lot. And I, like, free-falled, and before I hit the ground, I woke up. Yeah. Um, so all of my flying dreams, they're not, like, me having wings or in an airplane or anything like that or in some sort of aircraft. I'm always just able to, like, jump and fucking That's what go. I was about to say. Like, you just jump and you kind of, like, float through the air yeah, type of shit. Or get, like, a running start. Yeah. And, and um it's the flying dreams that are like the most vivid to me and they seem super real. And it's it's not like a normal dream to me. Whenever I'm flying in a dream or got like powers it, it doesn't feel like a normal dream. Everything seems much more enhanced, more colorful, more crisp and extremely vivid. Kind of real, like- but like you're flying into a Bob Ross painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But no, uh, flying dreams for me, it's either uh, oh I'm fucking going, I'm going. All of a sudden, I can't do it no more. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a meaning to that or not. 
but uh, I do enjoy flying dreams. Yeah. I also enjoy sex dreams. Let's Which talk about the that. next one. Yeah, sex dreams. So I've actually had a lot of sex dreams lately. Oh, sex dreams for me, it's not just like a intimate one-on-one thing for me in sex dreams. Well, it, it's like extremely random. Yeah. Where I know I'm dreaming and I see someone, I'm like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. Come here. You know, kind of thing like that. <laughs> and it's just like, if you don't like it now, you will like it. Kind of, I don't know. It's kind of rapey, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I said the R word. Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, I had uh So I don't know why I keep having these dreams about, like, doorways leading to something else. But I had one where it was like I had to go through different obstacles right so each room prepares you for the next room like there was one where i had to swim underneath like this rock this big rock crevasse or whatever and shit and um it was all filled with with water so they give you like a a dive suit and stuff but before each time i would i know it sounds weird but i'd have to sleep with someone before i could go to the next spot and it was always a different like woman and um i made it through like four of the the objects one i had to climb one i had to swim one i had to uh fight and the other one i had what what was the other one the other one had something to do with an animal um i hope i didn't fuck an animal uh but yeah on the last doorway that i got i walked in this room full of like several women and i was just like uh okay and then i woke up and i fuck me i heard a noise i think it was just the washer ending or dryer ending oh. cycle So, read this about sex dreams. Dreaming of sex is often just fantasy, but could also mean your subconscious is working on merging parts of your inner self with your outer world. Dreaming of uh, cultural relations with your ex may may signify your anxiety or hesitation to begin a new relationship or enter a new situation. Dreaming of sex with a stranger may be an indicator to loosen some of your inhibitions uh dump emotional baggage and may relate to your uncertainty about the future if you dream of multiple partners it may indicate your emotional detachment from your present relationship oh fuck (laughs) if you dream of homosexual activities when you're heterosexual Often it means you need to cultivate your self-love and get in touch with your sexuality and is not usually an indicator of harbored homosexuality. Interesting. Well, have you ever had a dream where you're (laughs) fucking a dude or getting fucked? (laughs) You're like, no comment. So, (laughs) (laughs) let me explain. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Um, Yeah, I had an orgy dream. And it was kind of like everyone doing everyone. And, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did some homosexual <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was weird. Um, there was, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But, yeah, I kind of tried to flush that one behind me. Why did you ask that question? I've only had one dream, and it was that, it was like a big, a big orgy. orgy. Yeah. And, uh, right. I feel you. Like, in my dream, I was into it. In real life, I've never been in an orgy, so I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I don't know if I'd want to be in a big orgy like that. I don't think I could stay hard in a big orgy. I'd be too worried about things going on around me. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing in the corner? (laughs) I don't know, man. I get hard pretty easy. I'll probably be hard. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I think it would be extremely weird. Like, if you're, like, in a, normally in, like, an orgy situation like that, if you continuously go, I think you, you'd become acclimated yeah. or used to that. And you're like, yeah, okay, this is just a big fucking fuck party, whatever. I can get hard. I'm doing my thing over here. They're doing their thing over there, whatever. I don't care. I'm used to this. Fuck it. Yeah, like, see, my thing is, like, uh, I'm one of those people that kind of just live in the moment type of deal um so i mean if it's like happening and i've already committed to it i'm like i don't back out to back out of what's going on i'm just like all right let's experience this but that being said it's like i'm not trying to go fuck a guy or something like that but i mean if there's like an (laughs) orgy and you know everyone's having sex with each other's women and shit and that's what we signed up for it's like all right you know fuck it you want to take our uh, number three? Number three. Oh shit! Public nudity dreams. Many folks have had naked a the naked dream. Going what the fuck? Dan's le bouf to work. To <laughs> Sitting bare bottomed on a bus, just doing your day to day activities, and realizing you are without clothes. The dream often reflects a variety of issues, depending upon your response to your nakedness in the dream. If you're embarrassed by your public nudity, you could be concealing something from yourself or others, are seeking acceptance, or are in a new environment which causes fear or apprehension. Being naked in a classroom often indicates that you're off guard, unprepared to make a decision, or a fear a fear exposure being nude in a dream while no one else cares or, or notices. notices often symbolizes freedom honesty openness or perhaps even attention seeking in manner which is detrimental to a person's well-being all right i've had a lot of nudity dreams really yeah oh man lot. that was really far really yeah really <laughs> um yeah, I don't I, know. I'd just be doing something, and I realize, hey, I'm uh, fucking butt naked. I had a lot of nudity dreams when I was a kid, uh, of like just as I was like growing through puberty and everything, and um, it was like a world where everyone was just naked. <laughs> so it was. I don't know, man. I've had a lot of dreams where either I was naked or everyone was naked, and then I was just like, okay, uh, falling dreams. Falling dreams, dreams. Why, why do they say dreams twice? Falling dreams, dreams. All right. Falling dreams are a terrifying phenomenon nearly every person experiences at one point or another in their lives. Falling dreams often signify imbalance, insecurity, anxiety, in inferior, inferior yeah, and <laughs> or the feeling that a situation in your life is out of control. Uh, Sigmund Freed. Freud, Freed, Freed, is it Freed? Believes falling dreams were an indication that the dreamer is considerably lacking indiscretion and standing at the threshold of giving into sexual urges and impulses. That's strange. Uh, the Bible states what, what? What? Okay, the Bible states falling dreams are a reflection of negatively turning away from God and acting against accordance with Him. Contrary to popular belief, hitting ground uh, during a falling dream will not kill the dreamer. Um, 
I don't know why they brought the Bible into this. I don't know, but uh, so far, we're only four dreams in, and it, according to this, I have insecurity issues, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm falling away from God. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, because I've had quite a few falling dreams. Who um, hasn't, though? I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, the only one dream where I had were when I was falling to the ground. And I didn't wake up. I went through the ground, like I just kept going. Oh, like that's it was, weird. yeah. It, I, it was really strange. Oh, I hit the, I hit the ground. Oh, you like splat kind of. I hit the ground and I feel it, but then I get back up. Yeah, that's your. If la- I don't wake up, that's your lady punching you in the face for taking the covers. <laughs> yeah, if that was a thing. <laughs> you ain't taking my fucking blankets. I tuck them under me. Good luck. <laughs> Test I, dreams. <laughs> my ex, as was Israel. My ex, I used to actually have to tuck my blanket under me because she was a massive blanket hog. It's like we got a. I think at the time we had, we just got our apartment. It was like a full size bed, so it wasn't really a massive bed, and we had like a fucking California king blanket. Come like, on. dude, if you can't fit under that blanket with me. And not take it all, you're a problem. She'll yep. be in like a cocoon, a blanket cocoon, and I'm sitting there with like this little corner of the blanket. Uh huh. That's how women do, man. That's why I don't sleep naked no more. I sleep, I sleep in my sweats. <laughs> that and I, we got kids, so we can't. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> all I need. Daddy, what's that? <laughs> That's where you came from. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Edit. No. <laughs> edit. Edit. <laughs> All right. Test dreams. Okay. Test dreams also indicate a sense of anxiety, fears, scrutiny, or agitation stemming from a perplexing experience in your waking life. That was quite a fucking yeah, tongue twister. Sentence. Most test dreams indicate self-esteem issues and an overall lack of confidence depending upon the activities in your sleeping state. If you dream you fail a test, arriving late for a test, or a pencil keeps breaking and you can't take the test, it often translates that in your wakeful world, you are not living up to others' expectations of you. Often test dreams reveal wakeful feelings of inferiority. Test dreams also may mean you... You feel you are being judged or that you are neglecting an intellectual aspect of yourself. Your feelings of your experience. Um, so I haven't really had any test dreams, so I got that going for me. Okay. Um, I, I can kind of... Uh, I, I've had a couple dreams where I have to be somewhere. I have to do something. Okay. And for some reason, I can never get to my destination there's mm-hmm. always things that sidetrack me or like pull me away from that and it's like oh fuck i gotta get in this classroom oh fuck i gotta get to work and i something always pulls me away from that direction yeah uh, i don't know if you've ever experienced anything I've, like that yeah so since you put it like that um like so the closest thing that i've really had to test dreams is like um i have a lot of those puzzling dreams like where i have to do certain like objectives yeah to, tasks to or, get to yeah. yeah um i have a ton of those like i just had one last night yeah and um i have to keep getting through like different um 
like one of my like I said with the other dream, like the tasks where I had to swim underwater, I had to fight in this room or whatever else. Yeah. It's like I have to do like certain things and figure it out. This uh, dream I had last night, I was in um, a room full of doors, right? And you have to guess which door has like something good behind it. And you can't just unlock the door. You have to say like this door. And then when it opens up, whatever comes out, whether it's good or bad, you have to face what it is or go through the door. Yeah. Um, and like I have dreams like that, and I don't know if it's just like according to this, I probably just uh, I, I'm uncertain about my future. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Blockades. And this is weird. But I mean, that's that's basically life, though. You you come across so many hurdles when you're when you have a goal. You, you have to jump so many fucking hurdles to get to what you want to do. And it pisses me off, man. Life is hard. Yeah. Fucking some bitch. All right. So chase dreams. Chase dreams are based in the flight or fight instinct. Often they stem from anxiety, fear of social threat, or stressful situations based on based in your wakeful life. The actions taken your dream and how you respond to the chase of often parallel uh, your response to difficulty dif- difficulties encountered when you are awake. Paying attention to what chases you while you are dreaming gives you a better idea how to lasso and face your fears. Often chase dreams mirror our feelings of anger, jealousy, fear, or threatened love. If you're chasing something in your dream, it indicates that you may be falling behind in terms of your drive and ambitions. Uh, if you are attacked following the chase, it may indicate physical vulnerabilities and the fear of violence. Okay. So, I've had chase dreams. On both, I've had a lot. Both ways, where I'm being chased and I'm chasing something. Right. Um, I don't really have a fear of violence. I mean, like, if, if it comes down to it, like, I'll do what I gotta do, but... Um, yeah. I think my... So my uh, thing with dreams, the majority of times I'm being chased uh, by something. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember one time I was being chased. It was like a giant wolf type thing chasing me through the woods, and, like breaking trees and shit. Yeah. That was a fucking horrifying dream. Because like all I was hearing was like the creaking of the trees collapsing behind me and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Um, <clears throat> uh what about you? What is your chase dreams usually you chasing or being chased? Um, I've had both. I've talked about one of mine in uh, one of our previous Dream Talk episodes. Uh, basically running through the halls and people are trying to run out of this fucking building. And you hear something coming really big and wrecking shit. Mm-hmm. And it's so loud, and but you don't want to see what it is. And you're trying to get the fuck away from it. Because you, you know it ain't good. Um so like any smart person, you run to the roof. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run to the roof. Yeah. Right. So that way, if it comes out there, then you can jump. Like, you ain't going to get me, bitch. I'm going to get myself. Yeah. And they'll break both your legs, and now you got to crawl away from the fucking thing. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, as far as chasing stuff, I've had a, uh, a lot of chase dreams. Chasing after somebody who's hurt somebody I cared about. Uh, just chasing after something. I, I don't know. Just different shit like that uh there there have been times where i was running and couldn't get away from things or someone runs up on me with a gun 
and I freeze and I just shut my eyes and like kind of duck for cover and it's like fuck dude I'm dead yeah you know, that kind of thing that's a terrible reaction to have I know it's fucking terrible when we went to uh but when it when it's bam right there in your face you're like fuck what do I do dude and you freeze up yeah that's terrible okay so when we went to Lincoln Middle School um we uh there was this one particular kid and I know some of our listeners know who the kid is so I'm not going to say his name but he used to give me a lot of shit because remember I told you I was like country bumpkin fucking kid. So he's a dickhead. Yeah, fucking say his name. Well, Fuck him. No, no, because no. <laughs> he's a different person now. Like he's not a shithead anymore. Um, he had this airsoft gun or BB gun or whatever else, and I was walking home and I stopped at the little corner store, the Lincoln Mark store. Yeah. And uh, when I was coming home, he, like, fucking put that gun up to my chest, and I thought it was a real one. And I, like, grabbed the gun all crazy and fucking ripped it from him and everything and was, like, pointing it at him. And uh, he's like, dude, 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 it's just a BB gun, look. And he, like, clicked the button on it, and all these BBs popped out and shit. And um, I'll tell you this much. I've had this situation happen to me twice, and both times it was not. It was, like not a real gun but it was to me felt like a real situation yeah i have froze like i was petrified um because the first time it happened i knew the person the second time it happened it was i didn't know the person right and they did the whole like little fucking bb gun type of thing and i was like i just kind of i froze for a minute and then i turned around and just ran away uh but it does get you like you're you know, your fight or flight all depends on what you're fighting, uh-huh. I feel like. It uh, does. For me, like, if the person's coming up to me, I don't care how large the person is, if they're coming up to me and, like, trying to provoke a fight with me and shit like that, and it's just a bare hand thing, I'm like, okay, worst thing that's going to happen, you're going to beat my ass, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm not running. Yeah, right. But when it's someone with a weapon uh, that like you know can end your whole existence like you even any amount of training that you can get i don't think prepares you for the actual situation um you have to it kind of has to just be muscle memory you know uh and i feel like that's why all the training happens with like police officers and like military because it's like a realistic situation they can be in um which now in this day and age, if someone looks like they have a gun, the cops are like, I ain't even going to fucking chance it. Yeah. It's you or me, bitch. Um, which I, I want to ask you this. I, I'm not trying to stray off topic or anything like that, but I do have one question for you. Can you blame officers for feeling that threatened when we both have our concealed carry? And if we felt that threatened, we would probably do the same thing. No, I I don't blame them at all. They don't know who you are. Yeah. They don't know what you're capable of. You're going up to an aggressive stranger. Yeah. Who has been called for you to help. Like, you know. Yeah. They're like, hey, we got someone out here. You don't know what the fuck you're walking into. You don't know who who they are or what they can do or their mental state. It's like, dude, I'm going to be ready to put this motherfucker down if I have to. Yeah, dude. I, I remember when I had someone tried to stab me and i was in a situation and all i had was my hands yeah and uh um i can't 
specify the environment, but what I can say is, like, in that situation, I reacted aggressively. Um, I kind of just went all out psychopath on the person. Yeah. And um, it's like, how much do you value your life to put yourself in the situation and to put someone else in the situation? Like, right. that's my thing. Yeah. But uh, we strayed off topic a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, where are we at? Car accident breakdowns. All right. Car accident breakdown dreams. Here we go. Car accidents and or car problems often reveal an emotional state driven by anxiety and fear regarding one's chosen path. Often when we dream of the instances, it's our inner wisdom. What is that? Inner wisdom eliciting. There we go. A warning to slow down, redirect, or rethink the present path to determine if it's one we really want to be on. A car accident and breakdown dreams are a direct symbol of your wakeful situations which make us feel out of control. Reevaluating our wakefulness, our wakeful lives, and regaining control of ourselves is often implied by car accidents or breakdown dreams. It's kind of reading from a distance is yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's. I swear it's not dyslexia. It might be a little mild case of dyslexia. Um, it's just straight retardation. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But uh, car accident breakdown dreams. Have you had any? Um, kind of. I mean, I've had a couple of like, yeah, car accidents. Yeah, I've had a few more breakdown dreams than car accidents, though. Yeah. Where I'd be fucking flying, bro, and all of a sudden, boom, break down. Oh, shit. And then you got to do the Fred Flintstone and pick that motherfucker <laughs> up and run with it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, not too, not too many like that. Not very exciting. So I've had two, and I remember both. Um, one of them, I was driving through a country road, and I'm, like, looking at... I used to love to just drive on back roads and watch all the cornfields and the tractors and shit out there and stuff. Um... In my dream, I was doing that, and I was driving past, like, cornfields and wheat fields and all that shit, and um, as I uh, was driving through, my car broke down, uh, and all of a sudden, it went from, like, day till to night, yeah. and I kept hearing people out in, like, the fields calling out to me and shit, like, not saying my name, but, like, yelling shit to me, uh, and then it became a chase dream, and I was, like, fucking hauling ass down the road. Uh, and then the other dream I had, it was like the whole world was like turning into to chaos and my car broke down and all of a sudden I was like just fucking surrounded by people and shit and they were pulling me out of the car and, um, I've, I've had a few, like, woke up. well, quite a few like world chaos dreams. Oh, I've had a lot of a world lot. chaos dreams. Yeah. yeah. Fucking people being our, people. Yeah, in our last dream talk, I actually talked about um, a kind of post-apocalyptic whole yeah. f- start to, to finish type yeah. of deal. And that, yeah, that's fucking crazy. And if you want to hear that, just look up Dream Talk Part 1. Yeah. Um, number eight, death dreams of self or others. If you dream of death or die... Oh, come on. Shit popping up. If you dream of death or dying, it often indicates change and usually is not a 
prophetic. Prophetic, yeah. Indicator of your death or someone else's. To dream of death or dying often means you're going through a transition, are lacking a, lacking a specific skill or trait necessary to navigate present circumstances or evolving in your department. Dreaming of death also may signify you are trying to shirk yeah. responsibility and demands of your waking life or need a new start. Well, I've had lots of death dreams. Death dreams, yeah. Tons of death dreams. I, I've never had a dream where I actually killed myself. I, I think people have do dream about that and have, have quite a bit. I don't have dreams like that. No. I, I have dreams where people try to kill me. Yeah. And I, I say, fucking put put as many rounds as you want, bitch. I'm coming straight for you. Yeah. I don't I, die. I feel it. You yeah. feel it, but I ain't going down. I, uh, as far as death dreams, like, I've had dreams of my, like, family and loved ones, like, dying around me. Yeah. Um, and I had a couple of dreams where I was, like, shot and stuff. Um, and that shit sucks. Yeah. Or stabbed. Yeah. You, yeah. You're like, oh my God, I know what it feels oh, yeah, like I to had get one where stabbed. I got, like stabbed in my hip. Yeah. Oh shit, man. Um, it's weird because you're like, oh my God, I really do know what it feels like to be stabbed. Yeah. Which, uh, I actually found out why I had that pain in my hip when I was dreaming. I woke up and I had like a red lump in that area. Yeah. I was living in Texas at the time. I got bit by a fucking spider, a Texas spider. Oh, shit like rotted out a little bunch. bit of my skin and everything. I oh, still have fuck. a little scar. That's crazy. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Fucking spider. Or or like dreams where people who have died are in your dream and you like ask them questions and yeah. want to be around them and shit. See, that's that's the thing. Death is, death is can be a touchy subject. When I know someone is dying, I I try to pick their brain. Mm-hmm. With trying to be sensitive about it, but I I'm intrigued. I'm interested. It's like, oh, what are you feeling right now? What what's going through your mind? Um, are you seeing anything? Are you hearing anything? What are you experiencing? Because I'm so fucking curious about it. Yeah. It's like, okay, if like I, I would love to be able to talk to someone who is like willing to like go through that. Like they know they're dying. Yeah. They're gonna die in minutes, and they know it. I'm like, all right fucking talk to me yeah what are you seeing what's going on what are you going through are you are you in pain are, are you suffering like uh, what are you seeing i don't know just shit like that i want to know like my, up to like the last second my uncle uh who passed away recently um well i was gonna try having him on the podcast uh because he's battled off and on with cancer all through his life like since he was a little boy and he survived two different types of cancer and finally his body just kind of gave out on him and i wanted to talk with him about what did you see when you know you flatlined yeah and he did tell me a couple of things that like kind of felt a little like scary like when he first flatlined he said that uh it was like a bright light and he felt like he was floating and then he got resuscitated yeah his second one he was in a cemetery and there was just this black shadow 
following him around, and all he kept doing was hiding from it and hiding from it and hiding from it until they resuscitated him. Yeah. And uh, I was like, dude, that's that's kind of spooky. Um, but the last time I talked, I talked to him a couple of days before he was put on like the whole incubator and everything to keep him breathing and all that. Um, he uh, he got to a point where he just kind of told me like. You know, he's like, James Bader, whatever. I don't care. We don't have to edit that out. Um, He's just like, I don't want to fight anymore. Like, I can't. My body just won't do it. He's like, I I could feel that my body won't do it. Yeah. He's like, I want to. I want to be home to my family. And um, I just don't feel it being being something I, I can do. And I was like, you know, I I want you around. I felt kind of selfish because I was like, I want you around. Like, I need you. Because when my, my father wasn't there, my uncle was. And when I didn't understand why my father wasn't there, that's who was there. Yeah. And um, he played that figure for me for a very long time. And, like, luckily my mom ended up marrying someone who fulfilled uh, uh, that role permanently. Um and uh yeah dude it was just like like he said you know you kind of know if it doesn't happen in a split second you you know that your body is just to a point where it's you just can't feel yourself coming back from yeah uh like when he was younger he had a similar feeling and it was kind of on a, a more positive side because uh, his parents and everyone had to go in there and say their goodbyes to him. And the next day, the doctor went in to go check on him, and he's sitting up eating food. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really hungry, doc." You know, and like he's just eating food, and it's like, here's this kid who's like going through a second term of cancer. Um, but but yeah, man, it was uh, that was actually the loss that I wasn't here for the episode, and yeah, um, I just couldn't do it. Uh, and I still haven't got to like kind of grasp losing him because uh, there was a big like fight with the hospital and everything and all kinds of stuff that happened that day and um, yeah it was just crazy. I wasn't trying to get off topic, but yeah, no, you're that's good. Just we, you we can get more into that yeah, in the yeah. next episode. Yeah. Um, woo. Woo-hoo. That kind of got me a little bit. Um, Trapped dreams. Trapped dreams. Is this me? Or, uh, <laughs> That's you. Okay. Uh, to dream you are lost or trapped often signifies feelings of restraint, imposition, restriction, and confinement in your career, personal relationships, or because of health issues. This dream often is a good indicator to let go of your past and determine what is hindering your growth in your waking life. This dream often stems from loss, fear, indecision, and or unresolved issues from your past. I've had oh, quite a few trap dreams. Um, I've only had a couple. Really? I've had a dream where I was in a coffin. Yeah, I, I've had one. And I could one. hear like the dirt hitting the top of the coffin. Yeah, and I'm like settling. trying to tell people I'm I'm still alive and shit. It, yeah. Um, they made a movie about that. Did you see that? Where the whole movie was based pretty much in the coffin oh yeah that's uh with ryan reynolds 
uh, is that who it was? Yeah, uh, buried. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, but that was a little different though, because he got captured in Iraq or yeah. Afghan and was buried alive. Um, yeah, that's horrifying. Yep. And uh, I still remember because it was like my whole funeral happened, oh, and that's then crazy. they were putting me in the like in the ground, and the whole time, like I'm trying to tell them, like I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, and not until they were like throwing the dirt on was I actually able to move. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it was a strange, so, strange dream. The most trapped dream I can like vividly remember is a dream I had where I was trapped inside of this haunted real haunted house maze thing and I had to get my way out without being seen and captured or whatever. Mm-hmm. And every time I got to the end it would reset, and I'd be at the very beginning of that fucking dream again. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> it's as soon as you you were telling telling me trapped in a haunted house. Like I've had that. Those haunted house dreams I have weekly. Yeah, weekly I have those. Yeah. Um, I remember the one I was in this this uh this bedroom, and in the bedroom, I like closed the door. It was like a new place. And I was like, okay, cool, you know, like it's a new place and uh I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep here and the place was already furnished when we got it. And there was this chair in the corner and the chair like slid across the room and then it stopped in one spot and started like rocking really fast. And I was like, uh no and I like started to back up. Well there was like this little boxy wall, like a crawl space. Yeah. And the crawl space door like flew backwards and then i see like this long black hair and this woman crawling out and i was like no 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 and i like back up and when i turn around to go grab the door and shit it was gone the door well the door wouldn't open and i turn back around and there's a wall in front of my face fuck yeah and then i like look one way and it's like a pitch black hallway and then i go to look the other way and it's like these flickering lights and i'm like i'll take my chances and i go towards a flickering light and it shuts off and oh. then when it shuts off, I like go to feel around and everything around me feels soft, almost like skin. Yeah. And then I wake up like, Ooh. yeah, that's some horrifying shit. That was the one I had just last week. Yeah. That, you fuck all that. Man. Yeah, man. I got to fucking stop sleeping with ghosts or whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking bitch has some powerful pussy. No, that's some real pussy right there. <laughs> Ectoplasmic pussy. <laughs> that's super wet. <laughs> that's a super super guac guac. Five thousand. <laughs> that's a fucking haunting pussy. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> we'll go on to the last <laughs> one, folks. I'm burping over here. All right. Break-ins and burglary dreams. If you dream of break-ins or being burglarized, it often indicates you are feeling. Uh, indicates a feeling of helplessness, violation, or invasion of your space. Uh, this dream often occurs following a highly traumatizing life experience, a major life change, or relationship issue. Burglary dreams often are a symptom of post-traumatic, tra- uh, post-traumatic stress and are the body's signal to slow down, allowing yourself to adjust and, if reoccurring, perhaps seek the help of qualified professional to assist you in working through your emotions. So if you're having break-in or burglary dreams, see a shrink. Yeah, I think I've only <laughs> had a couple of these. I, 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 yeah, I 
can't really think of any specifically. I had... Um, Actually, I, I've had one that I can remember, and it was the dream was in this house. Oh, really? And it was like a hundred fucking uh, putty ninjas from Power Rangers <laughs> trying to get in, and I'm like fucking trying to fight them off. Nice, dude. Out that's, the window, I'm shooting them with a BB gun or something. Yeah, that's awesome. I had... Uh, mine was a little more uh, sabotaging, I guess. It was like... Um, I, it was in the, the place I'm living in now and there was like knocking on, on the, on the doors and then on both doors, it was like the same time. And then I would go and like, look out the window and see who's there and no one's there. <laughs> and then I'd hear the knocking on the side of the house and knocking on the windows knocking. And it was like, it got to a point where the knocking was happening all at the same time. Yeah. And then it would be like knock 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 with like really fucking fast knocking, and then it would just stop. And I'd look out the windows. There's no one there. Nothing. 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 And then I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? And then doors in the house would start to like get knocked on, and I'd open the door into the room, and the, the room was fine. There's no one in the room. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, that's some weird stuff going on in this motherfucker. Uh-huh. Um, I think the house is haunted or something. It, it could be. Yeah. Dude, last night, last night there was knocking on our door, on our front door, and I went to go answer the door, and no one was there. Get a ring camera, bro. Yeah, I think I should probably get a ring camera. Yeah. How much are those things? Fucking 50, 60 bucks, maybe, oh, that, for a cheap one. That's, like, worth it. And the newer models, I think, are, like, a 100, 120, something like that, maybe. I don't know. It Just look on Amazon. You'll see a bunch of them. All right, man. They're all, they all do the same fucking thing. Yeah. Whatever. Um... But yeah, I, that's all we got for Dream Talk today, folks. Dream Talk was good. Oh yeah, it was a good one, man. Um, and um, yeah, you guys have a good night and sleep tight. Hold your bed, your your buttholes tight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you pucker sexy up, motherfuckers. Yeah, you sexy motherfuckers. Night night.